It's that time again. It's time for English and Coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's go. So this week was a rather interesting one to say the least. Um, it was full of a lot of paperwork, a lot of meetings, some of it pointless. But um, next week, I guess what, Tuesday, starting Tuesday, 8 o'clock in the morning, that's when we have our review. So as I've been talking about this throughout the weeks, I mean, you know it's been coming. So tomorrow I'm going to do the last little bit of preparation and then... Um, prepare for the onslaught. I mean, it shouldn't be too bad. I'm going to go into it with a positive mindset, but I'm just ready for this whole thing to be over, so it should be over Thursday. So Thursday, by Saturday, you know, after fishing and I record my podcast, everything will be back to normal. But, um, so I got that. Let's see what else has been going on other than work. Went fishing today, did pretty good. Went back out to the bridge down there in Bath, caught a couple of fish. Uh, it was raining. We had a little bit of a lightning, a little bit of a thunderstorm, and nobody was catching anything until I started catching fish. But the moment I started catching fish, people just started popping up from nowhere. They would roll by in their cars. You catch anything? Yeah, I tell them I caught a few things. Now, I could have lied, but typically, I mean, it's just kind of the, um, I guess, the etiquette. You know, you tell them what you're catching, this and that. Sometimes I tell them, sometimes I don't. But today I did. I wish I didn't because it ended up being eight people standing next to me fishing in the same spot I was fishing. So they were catching a few fish, but I mean, I don't own the bridge, so I mean, it wasn't a big deal. I had a good time. Um, up until about when I was leaving, and uh, this lady, lady gave me an idea for a podcast because of what she did, but I think I'm going to get into that one in another podcast. Uh, I was going to bring that topic up today, but I said, no, something changed my mind. So I said, today we're going to talk about appearances. Um, you ever heard of the expression, keeping up appearances? So we're going to talk about what an appearance is and how does it impact how people perceive you and how they interact with you, your appearance, how you look. Uh, so that's what we're going to get into today. Let's go. So when we talk about appearances, basically we're talking about how someone looks, how they present themselves to others. You have some tall people, some big people, some skinny people, some short people, some people that need to eat a sandwich, some people that have eaten too many sandwiches, um, some people that are sick, some people that are healthy. Uh, we tend to take this information in, you know, when we look at someone. You look at them, you get a quick snapshot of their health, and all this is based on your opinion, how you perceive things. Because in some countries, Let's just say you have a rather large lady. Um, in some countries, that's looked at like she's doing healthy, she's doing well. But in other countries, it's looking like she just eats too much um, or thin. If you look at beauty uh, back in the day, the um, I guess the go-to figure for ladies was to be skinny. You know, what a size zero or size two or something like that. Now, people prefer a more curvy figure in a woman. Um, Women have always preferred guys that were um, had the broad shoulders, you know, tall, um, strong features and things like that. Um, but some women prefer a man that's uh, got softer features. You know, he's short, maybe a little stocky, uh, a little clumsy looking dude. I mean, I don't know, but it's just appearances. So I'm not going to get too caught up in um, the adjectives and things like that, descriptions of how people look. But let's just talk about how people react to appearances. Now, 
uh, we change our appearance. Uh, we put on a shirt, depending on our mood, how we feel for that day, uh, what image we're trying to convey to other people, what kind of message we're broadcasting from our inner selves. Um, a woman might put on some makeup, you know, if she's feeling chipper, she's feeling good about herself, she's feeling confident, or another woman may put on makeup just to feel confident and feel good about herself. See, it's easy to get caught up in appearances and how people look. So people start judging others based on appearances. Like you hear the expression, never judge a book by its cover. You ever looked at a book that just looked boring as I don't know what, and then you read it or heard somebody talk about it, and then you decided to read it, and you're like, oh, it's a pretty interesting book. But it, on the first glance, you were like, I'm not even interested in it just because it didn't look interesting. So it didn't appear to be something that you wanted to see but or even read. But that's the same like with people. Sometimes you see somebody and they look ominous, foreboding, you know, big and scary. And then you're like, you talk to them and they're sweet as a candy cane, you know. But you can never judge a book by its cover. That's, that's one rule that uh, you should live by. Never judge a book by its cover. Um, but this is all based on past experiences. Everybody's own experience with life and situations they've encountered. Just like a home. You walk into a home. If it looks like, uh, if it's disheveled and things are out of place, you're like, oh, this person's nasty. But it could be more to the story than that. They could be trying to take care of seven kids, you know, a single mom or a single dad. But based on the first appearance, first glance, how you look at it, the perception, this person is nasty. So what do we do about that? How do we change our mindset and try not to just get so locked in our heads that, you know, where we assume we know everything and start judging people? Because that's the worst thing you can do is judge people. I always give everybody a fair shot, a fair chance. And then after they, you know, if they show me that they're something other than what I feel they are or perceive they are, then act accordingly. But yeah, let's take a little short break and we'll see if we can't dive a little more into appearances and I guess outlooks and how things uh, come into play or how they interact together. So when we talk about appearances, basically we're talking about how someone looks, how they present themselves to others. You have some tall people, some big people, some skinny people, some short people, some people that need to eat a sandwich, some people that have eaten too many sandwiches, um, some people that are sick, some people that are healthy. Uh, we tend to take this information in, you know, when we look at someone, you look at them, you get a quick snapshot of their health, and all this is based on your opinion, how you perceive things. Because in some countries, let's just say you have a rather large lady, um, in some countries that's looked at like she's doing healthy, she's doing well, but in other countries it's looking like she just eats too much, um, or thin. If you look at beauty, uh, back in the day, the, um... I guess the go-to figure for ladies was to be skinny, you know, what, a size zero or size two or something like that. Now, people prefer a more curvy figure in a woman. Um, women have always preferred guys that were, um, had the broad shoulders, you know, tall, um, strong features and things like that. Um, but some women prefer a man that's uh, got softer features, you know, he's short, maybe a little stocky. Uh, a little clumsy looking dude. I mean, I don't know, but it's just appearances. So I'm not going to get too 
caught up in um, the adjectives and things like that, descriptions of how people look. But let's just talk about how people react to appearances. Now, uh, we change our appearance. Uh, we put on a shirt, depending on our mood, how we feel for that day, uh, what image we're trying to convey to other people, what kind of message we're broadcasting from our inner selves. Um, a woman might put on some makeup, you know, if she's feeling chipper, she's feeling good about herself, she's feeling confident, or another woman may put on makeup just to feel confident and feel good about herself. See, it's easy to get caught up in appearances and how people look. So people start judging others based on appearances. Like you hear the expression, never judge a book by its cover. You ever looked at a book that just looked boring as I don't know what, and then you read it or heard somebody talk about it, and then you decided to read it, and you're like, oh, it's a pretty interesting book. But it, on the first glance, you were like, I'm not even interested in it just because it didn't look interesting. So it didn't appear to be something that you wanted to see but or even read. But that's the same like with people. Sometimes you see somebody and they look ominous, foreboding, you know, big and scary. And then you're like, you talk to them and they're sweet as a candy cane, you know. But you can never judge a book by its cover. That's, that's one rule that uh, you should live by. Never judge a book by its cover. Um, but this is all based on past experiences, everybody's own experience with life and situations they've encountered. Just like a home. You walk into a home. If it looks like, uh, if it's disheveled and things are out of place, you're like, oh, this person's nasty. But it could be more to the story than that. They could be trying to take care of seven kids, you know, a single mom or a single dad. But based on the first appearance, first glance, how you look at it, the perception, this person is nasty. So what do we do about that? How do we change our mindset and try not to just get so locked in our heads that, you know, where we assume we know everything and start judging people? Because that's the worst thing you can do is judge people. I always give everybody a fair shot, a fair chance. And then after they, you know, if they show me that they're something other than what I feel they are or perceive they are, then act accordingly. But yeah, let's take a little short break and we'll see if we can't dive a little more into appearances and I guess outlooks and how things uh, come into play or how they interact together. You know, it's funny, a lot of times when I'm recording these podcasts, I sit here and be like, oh, this thing's all over the place. And then when I go back and listen to it, it actually all ties in together. I have a strange way of doing that, going all over the world and then coming back and everything just ends with a nice little bow on top. But I want to just take a quick second to ask you about your appearance. If you were to look into the mirror, um, how would you say you look? Just think about that for a second. You look in the mirror, how would you say you look? For me, I say I look weird. Um, I have unique features and things like that, but um, some people say I'm handsome. Other people, I guess I could be a different, a different flavor. Um, what would you say? If you were to look in the mirror, what would you say your appearance is? And then listen to what other people have to say about it, like your mom. How does she say you look? How does your dad say you look? Your friends, your girlfriend, boyfriend. See, it's easy to get caught up in all that, but we're not going to get caught up in all that. Uh, we're just going to focus on the main thing, appearance. How is your appearance? Are you happy with it? If not, what can you do to change it? Some things can't be changed. Some people are missing an eye, some people are missing a nose, some people are missing an arm.
main thing is to be confident in your own skin. Some things we can change, some things we can't. I mean, a lady might be beautiful today, get in the car crash tomorrow, next thing you know she's looking like the elephant man. So it's, that's why they say beauty's only skin deep. People associate a good, good appearance with beauty, but that's not always the case. I don't know why we're wired that way. We look at someone, we're attracted to them because of how they look. We haven't even heard a word come out of their mouth, but we're attracted to, attracted to them based on their appearance. So a lady's wearing tight clothes, heels, and showing all of her curves, and you're just like, ooh, I want to talk to her, right? And then you talk to her, and she's no smarter than a trash can. But then you got this other little lady over here, you know, bookworm or something, glasses. You know, her hair's not too neat. It's not all straightened out. It's a little curly. Uh, her clothes are a little, a little worn. Maybe she doesn't have the best dental care. But then she opens her mouth, and you're like, wow. You know, she just blows you away with her intelligence. Or let's just put on the other shoe and say, okay, you meet a man. You know, a woman meets a man. He walks up to her. Let's say he's 5'3", you know, short guy. Um, you know, he doesn't work out. He's a little overweight. He walks up. Hi, how are you doing? She doesn't give him the time of day. But then this guy with a football player build walks up to her. He's all muscular, got the calves, got the arms, got the chest going. He walks up, hi, how are you doing? He's got the deep voice. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, great, yeah, sit down, let's have some tea. Talks to him. Next thing you know, he's a, a psychopath or something like that. So it's easy to get caught up in appearances. But why do we do that? I don't know. I mean, I guess that's just an internal question uh, that we'll always have. Um, you can do your best to try to look beyond appearances. Uh, I imagine people that are blind um, have that benefit where they don't meet people based on how they look. They'll talk to somebody, they have a pleasant voice, so they listen to their, you know, to their tone, how they speak, how they interact. They're like, oh, you're a nice person. You know, maybe they want to date them. A person could be 560 pounds. You know, they're like, oh, this is an amazing woman, this is an amazing man, because they're not looking at their appearance. I don't know, I'm just kind of getting getting out there with it, but um, yeah, appearances. Initially, I was going to talk about a hot topic, like I said, um, based on appearances. Um, I'll tell you the little situation that happened with me. So, like I said, I was fishing earlier, and I walked back to my car, you know. Now, next to my car, there were other cars, but there was this car on the right. The windows were maybe halfway down, and this car had been sitting there for hours. Now... Here's the thing, all of a sudden when I walk up to my car, start putting my things in my car, they see me by their car, which is next to my car, and all of a sudden they feel the need to get up, get in their car, open the door, and roll the windows up and lock the car. Now, so you already know what my topic was going to be, because that's... It's like racism, but that's a whole nother thing. We're not going to get into that one today because I want to do a little more a little more digging and stuff because I was going to talk about racism and discrimination and the difference between the two. Because there's a lot of that here in this country. I'm sure there's some of that in your country. Uh, but that's something uh, that's also based on appearances. Um, people get jobs. People get promotions based on appearances. People make assumptions just because of how someone looks. You know, that's the first mistake. 
That's the first mistake. You ever ate something and you're like, oh, this looks good. And you eat it and you're like, ooh. You know, you spit it out because it's nasty. Or you buy an album because the jacket looks cool. You know, the cover, the artwork's great. And it's, it's complete garbage. We have to get away from that. Judging things or people or places by their appearance. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to be wrong. Let's take a short break. If you look at social media today, there's tons of social experiments um, on YouTube and things you can find on Vima and different websites where they do um, experiments based on appearance. They'll have a guy, um, you know, they'll throw him on some bummy clothes, you know, worn basketball shorts, maybe some old sneakers, and he'll walk up to a lady, you know, one of those dying pieces as they call them, putting that in air quotes, you know, just a beautiful woman, you know, head to toe, she's just gorgeous, right? He'll walk up to her, and he'll ask her uh, if she'd like to go out for coffee, and she's like, no, 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 I don't want to go out for coffee. And then next thing you know, he walks over to his car, which is some Lamborghini or some Bugatti that they rented, and then all of a sudden her whole perception of the guy changes because of the car. It's a different matter. But the thing is, how many times in your life have you judged someone based on their appearance and realized you made one of the biggest mistakes you could ever make? You know, maybe that guy that talked to you or approached you, asked you for help or something like that, and you were like, oh, this person looks scary or this person doesn't look like someone I want to talk to. And then you come to find out that they're a nice person or you're in need of help. And that same person walks by and they're just the kindest person in the world. They help you, go out of their way to help you. And you're like, dang, I was wrong. A lot of times, I mean, that happens. I think I had a little a little moment of that way back. I was probably about, I don't know, 16, 17. Uh, I remember um, high school. Uh, I, think I, was, I think I was a sophomore or junior. Some girl was like three years older than me. One of my friends told me about her. And they were like, yeah, this girl likes you and this, that, this, that. I was like, okay, I didn't even have a car this time. So this girl drives all the way to my house, picks me up. I talked to her on the phone a few times, and everything was good. You know, we're like, yeah, 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 but I didn't even know how she looked. She knew how I looked, but I didn't know how she looked, so it was a big secret, a big mystery. So I guess I was going on a blind date, so to speak. Uh, so she comes to pick me up. I get in the car, and I'm like, um... <laughs> I had a shallow moment. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Shallow How, but it's a good movie. I think it's with uh, Jack Black. You should check it out. But I had a shallow moment because um, the thing that had me hung up was she had hair on her arms. Now, I know. I know. I've grown up a lot since then. I've matured, so I don't get hung up on people having hair on their arms and things like that. But I was having a shallow moment. So this girl could have been a great girl. Um looked like she had her stuff together. I mean, she had a car. She had a job. I mean, she was talking. The conversation was good. Same conversation we had on the phone. But I saw the hair on her arms, and I just, I just couldn't get over it. <laughs> I was, I was hung up, um, just like people do. You know, they get hung up on appearances. I'm sure if you uh, were to think back through your life, you could find some situations where you were just shallow. That's what they call it. You shallow. You had a shallow moment. You judge people on their appearances. It's just the worst thing to do. I don't know how many ways I could say it. But um, let's see. What are some other 
expressions or idioms or just situations where appearances. Um, let's see. Ah, this might be a little fun for you. Somebody might tell you that you look like hell rolled over. Um, that's when you probably had a long night out with your friends on the town drinking, partying, and things like that, and you're hungover. And you go to work, and your eyes are red, and your hair just isn't as tight as you normally keep keep it. You know, you're a little unkempt. And they look like, they say, you look like hell rolled over. It means it looks like you had a long night. Um, what else do they have? Appearances, appearances. Oh, there's so many different ways to go. I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't write this stuff down. I just talk, just get on here, speak my mind. All right, I got a little all over the place on that last one there, but um, I'm going to leave you guys with a few idioms that I found up here online. Uh, let's see. Take that last one I just said, and then they have this one up here, dressed to kill. So if someone's dressed to kill, that means they're dressed to the nines. That means they're just as good as it gets, you know, top shelf. So the guy's got his hair cut, you know, lined up, edged up, got a taper, whatever he's got going on. He's got on a suit, clothes clean, everything's pressed, sharp. Uh, a woman dressed to kill, she might have on a red dress, some heels, whatever, something that just makes her figure look flawless. You know, her nails are perfect. Toes, if she's got her feet out, her toenails are painted, trimmed, manicured. Um, let's see, her hair's in a neat bun or it's long and just sultry, perfect, dressed to kill. Somebody that can get anything they want just based on how they look. Uh, let's see, look like a million dollars. Somebody tells you you look like a million dollars, it means you look your best, top notch, top of the class. Um, pretty simple there self-explanatory decked out um, it's kind of old-school term somebody says yeah she was decked out or he was decked out it just means they look good um, they got everything in order so decked out dressed to kill um, dressed to the nines um, top shelf I mean there's a lot of different analogies you can do when you want to talk about somebody's appearance just anything that looks or anything that's of high quality you can just say that's a person like, let's just say, shoot, alcohol or something like that. Somebody's drinking top shelf VSOP. You can say she's VSOP, top shelf. Um, <laughs> it's just a million different comparisons. It's hard to just take one out of the air. But um, And now if somebody's slim or too skinny, you can just say uh, thin as a rail. You can say someone's thin as a rail. It means it looks like they haven't eaten in. 80 days or something like that, like they're just on the verge of death, the brink of death, uh, thin as a rail, um, paper thin, almost see-through, I mean, anything that you can think of that's thin, you would just say it about this person, I mean, of course, it's a negative connotation, you wouldn't want to say that to their face, but if you were just trying to describe somebody, you were like, well, what'd she look like, well, she was thin as a rail, um, or if it's somebody who's of a larger size, um, you can say it doesn't look like they missed any meals, um, but these are probably more offensive than helpful. You wouldn't say, uh, my boyfriend doesn't look like he missed any meals. Um, you wouldn't say that about somebody. I mean, it's, it's just not, <laughs> that's not a good thing to say. Um, but yeah, normally when, even, even when people talk about their own appearance, uh, they embellish a little bit, you know, they pull out their best features or what they think is their best feature. It's always interesting when you hear somebody talk about how they look. 
you know. Me, I'll describe my appearance. Let's see. I'm a black male. Um, 6'1". Uh, I have dreadlocks. Uh, they go down my back, um, probably just about to my hips. Um, medium build. Uh, average weight, 215 pounds. Yeah, I'm a big boy. Uh, I'm owning it, but I mean, I'm not all sloppy with it. I mean, tall, got the broad shoulders going on, narrow, the narrow waist. Um, that's pretty much if somebody said, how do I look? That's how, what I would say. What would you say if somebody asked you how you look? That'd be a good exercise. Uh, talk about your appearance. Talk about the appearance of your family. You could say, oh, my, my wife, she's a, uh, a gorgeous brunette, um, green eyes, um, I don't know, <laughs> whatever your wife looks like. Uh, you can get as descriptive and detailed as you want. Uh, that'd be a good little exercise. Talk about appearances. Talk about the appearance of a book. Talk about the appearance of a building. Appearance of your car. How does your car look? So when you talk about appearance, you talk about looks. So somebody might say, well, how does somebody look? Or they could say, well, how do they appear? You know, how did the situation appear? Just basically when you're describing how something looks, you're talking about its appearance. It could be a situation, a person, a thing, so on and so forth. And on that note, it seems that it's time for me to sign off, and I'll see you in the next one.